This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Hello and welcome to Good Things, the show where we talk to good people who are doing good things. I'm Dafren Johan. Persatuan Pekerja Rumah Tangga Indonesia Migran, Pertiming and Association Nang Manga, Makabayang Magagawang, Filipino Overseas, AMPO, are two NGOs that work very closely together with the aim of organising migrant domestic workers in Malaysia. They focus on various issues such as social security, minimum wage, paid leaves, etc. So on today's show, I'm going to be speaking to some of the key people behind these organisations. They have requested to use their nicknames for safety reasons. First up, we have Anna, the Vice Chairperson of Ampo, Nasrika, founder and coordinator of Pertimik, and Umi, media coordinator of Pertimik. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you for joining me today. Nasrika, let's start with you. What is Pertimik all about? Pertimik is an uh, Indonesian migrant domestic worker association. In Indonesia, is Persatuan Pekerja Rumah Tangga Indonesia Migrant. This is the space for us, Indonesian migrant domestic workers, to share our thoughts about our issues and Together we find solution, and we also uh, the space to improve our capacity, because in Pertimik we have a couple of uh, trainings uh, such as hard skill and also soft skill. Hard skill we have kind of sewing class, baking class, craft class, and uh, for soft skill we also have public speaking, uh, English class, so to improve the skill of the domestic workers so that they can improve and bargain to the employer. As I understand, Pertimik was founded in 2019, am I correct? What yes, insp- yes. What inspired you to launch this organisation? What about 2019 that made you go, okay, I need to do this, this is important? Because as my personal experience, I've been in Malaysia more than 20 years as a migrant domestic workers. that my situation on 20 years ago it still remain the same and currently because uh, I always receive the report and also cases from the same domestic workers that they don't have kind of a day off. Even Sunday, even Hari Raya, they have to work in the uh, employer house and almost of them uh, 24 hours stay with the employer. It means this kind of 24 hour on calls, even 1 a.m. that the employer want to eat and need uh, the domestic worker to cook, just knock the door, right? Mm-hmm. And also that uh, some of domestic workers is underpaid. Yeah. Even the Malaysian government already have the standard minimum salary, 1500 but some of them still underpaid. Right. Because we still find uh, some cases that they will have only salary 1000 1200 So... By that uh, issues, I'm talking with uh, my my friend, domestic workers. From one workers to another three workers, five workers. And actually, we are gathering and we talk. We are, have the same issues. Mm-hmm. We have the same issues. So that's why on 2019, we are agreed to form our uh, uh, community and we name it Pertim at the time. At the time, it's uh, around 50 domestic workers agree to put their name and they, they have the signature about name. Right. Yeah. And we have like a gallery about this uh, process. <laughs> yeah. And after that, on um, 2020, 
we found out that our team is already uh, another organization have the name. Right. So we change our term become Pertimic. We want to change us mm-hmm. because we we realize that we are um, migrant domestic workers is give a lot of contribution as well, even to the employer economy, to the country of the destination, even the home country. We are the number one of the devisa uh, contribution, right? Right. But what we are facing here, as we know that always appear in the media, there's a lot of exploitation, a lot of like abuse cases, like Adelina cases, until she passed away, but she didn't have any justice, right? Right. So we are uh, need to do something as a as a community, I mean, it's not we are fighting about Indonesian migrant workers' rights only, but we work together with our sister from Filipina as well. In future, maybe we would like to work together from uh, our sister from another country because there's a lot of uh, domestic workers in Malaysia. We have same issues, not only divided by the countries, but we have the same issues as domestic worker. Until now, we don't have any protection by the laws in Malaysia. And if anything happened to us, it's very difficult to get the justice. Absolutely. You mentioned um, sister from from the Philippines. Um, I want to speak to Anna. Anna, you know, you are one of the key people behind the organization named AMPO. Um, what is AMPO? Ampo is an uh, association of Filipino overseas uh, do, overseas workers here in Malaysia, and then uh, that wants to help and educate our fellow domestic workers to assert our rights and uh, to empower women. Yeah, and then it, it is established on April 2015 and, and recognized by the Philippine Embassy by by June 2016. I joined Ampo. Uh, I'm not. I was not there before because yeah. I joined in 2019. So, mm-hmm. what inspired me of uh, being to to join this this uh, mm-hmm. our association is uh because uh because we don't have uh, rights and we are facing a lot of violations. So we inspired to do this so that we can help our our fellow uh, domestic workers to fight for their rights, and then we can help educate them and then to 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 be brave. To, to, sp- to speak up, you see, because some of them are afraid to to, to speak up, even if, if they are suffering or already f- from their employer. So we we are we are encouraged, we inspired to help them so that uh, so that well, we have least least domestic workers that suffering. Right, um, Umi, how did? Um, Pertimig and Ampo come together because while you, these are two separate organizations, y'all constantly work together. Um, and like Nasrika said earlier, y'all are also hoping to continue to build your network beyond Indonesia and Philippines to perhaps other countries. How did Pertimig and Ampo come together? How did your worlds collide? It, it is because uh, we had the same issue uh, as a domestic worker, like uh, Nasrika said. Uh, a lot of domestic workers uh, didn't didn't get 
salary or under under minimum wage or they also are not access to the communication uh some of the domestic worker also they didn't have an off day so with ampo we collaborate uh, to do some activity uh, for for example like uh, campaign we do campaign together like uh, we do a uh, uh, building or uh, activity another activity uh, to advocate our issue together so we as a domestic worker uh, either from Indonesia or Filipina uh, have a same right so we we have the same right uh, to get a decent right. Right, absolutely. So that's why we always together. <laughs> I think that's fantastic, right? Uh, could you share with me how do y'all do organizing, right? Because all three of y'all are domestic workers yourself. Um, y'all are working in someone's house and y'all are going... It's it's not easy being a domestic worker. Um, you know, it, it's very taxing. It's tiring. Um, you know, you're working from morning until night and all of that. How do y'all find the time to come together, organize yourself and fight for your rights? Because Sunday is our day off. Okay. So we have time to band each other and then we organize. We talk to our co- co-workers and then we took we took just friend talk and something like bonding unwinding so we just talk and uh at the same time we organized and then we we uh we 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 listen to their cases we listen to their story and then after that we we try to to recruit them to join our group because our group we, we explain there our group that this this is the advocate this is the vision this is the mission so we will we will encourage them to join us so that that because uh we uh the more the merrier if we fight uh, together we have the we have the power right like uh, Lisa, mm-hmm. uh in pandemic also usually we do some activity uh first uh maybe we talking in our group uh whatsapp whatsapp group so we ask to the member what can we do on sunday so if we decided if we decided already uh, to do something activity then on the sunday uh, for example uh, on sunday we do class craft so uh, we we already we already talking in whatsapp already uh, so we we do some activity on sunday call all our member to join uh, like that something like that nashrika <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, from I think from the food, I think actually we start to organize <laughs> because the food is kind of very near with uh, everyone. Right. So sometimes we oh, this Sunday I want to cook this one, and the other workers I will to cook this one, and we come together right. and we can eat together because food is life. Yes. <laughs> so food food is one of the ways y'all Everyone bond. loves food. <laughs> so food is one of the ways y'all bonded and came together. Um, but it's more than just coming together. So where did y'all find the resilience to overcome these barriers? For me, in the Philippines, before we, we came here abroad, we have a training there, post-orientation, uh, post uh, uh Arrival, something like that, post arrival or seminar, and then in 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 
and then if we reach here, we have post-arrival orientation seminar also. So we train the roadie that this is our rights, but not all. But not all is just a brief. You know, it's just the the basic one. So right. we train that is also we know. Uh, we know a little bit only. So when when we are here, so I know already that I have right to take my day off because it's in the standard of our contract. That's what I can have my day off. So I talk to some of my my co-workers also to co-Filipina. So that's why I, I joined AMPO because I, I noticed that I, I found it that AMPO is, there is a good vision and good goal to help others. And I like to help others so that I don't want others to, to suffer like because I encountered many already, uh, our co-Filipina here that suffered, cannot hold passport, some, some violation, some abuse, some, some, a lot of cases I, I encountered already. So I don't want to to have a lot of them. I want least of that cases mm-hmm. uh, of our co-Filipina workers. So I, I that's why I inspired to join AMPO to, to inspire others also. Uh, Umi? I think it's because uh, every time I heard uh, the case, uh, Indonesian worker uh, getting beat or getting not paid, it's still very sad. So so I joined Pertimic. Uh, I want to help others also uh, how to make fellow domestic worker knows that they are uh, having have a right. So so they cannot uh, they the if they have a problem, they have a place that they can come to uh, asking help. So that's why I joined the Pertimic. Right. Yeah, I think that human was born is uh, not for individual, right? There must like social, makhluk social. So like what Umi said, because when we heard our friend that uh, facing the situation in the bad situation, so we must be have a sympathy and empathy as we as the same human. We are the same workers, the same the uh, domestic workers. So from that, that... Um, we need to create our space for us, at least. Absolutely. All right, let's go for a very quick break. On the show with me today is Anna, the Vice Chairperson of AMPO, Nasrika, Founder and Coordinator of Pertimig, and Umi, Media Coordinator of Pertimig. After the break, we discuss some of the challenges faced by migrant domestic workers in Malaysia. Keep it here on Good Things, BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Good Things. I'm Dashran Johan and on the show with me today is Anna, the Vice Chairperson of AMPO, Nasrika, Founder and Coordinator of Pertimig and UMI, Media Coordinator at Pertimig. These are three domestic workers and these NGOs focus on organising and empowering fellow migrant domestic workers in Malaysia. So, what are the unique challenges faced by Indonesian migrant domestic workers in Malaysia? Um, are there, did you and did you have to go through a lot of challenges as well, personally? Me personally, as a domestic worker, it's uh, because maybe because I have a nice employer, so right. I'm not uh, really, really in that position mm-hmm. like other friends. Right. But there are many challenges that we as a domestic worker to face it like, there's no law protection for domestic worker until now. They they are lack of protection. So when they have a like problem, they they cannot go to the 
to the to the like a uh, pengadilan like that mm-hmm. uh, from domestic worker also when when they are coming to Malaysia they have no access to the communication they also uh, no off day so that's why they cannot join uh, uh, cannot communicate cannot socialize with another domestic worker so that's uh, the difficult challenge that we have so it's a uh, what is that? Uh, if if they are if they are also if the domestic worker also have uh, off they also they didn't have the what is that the the they they didn't want to join to the association because right. they are scared uh, because uh, in Malaysia there's a dom- uh, worker migrant migrant worker cannot cannot uh, socialize, uh, cannot, what is that? Cannot uh, join the associations. The associations, like yeah, that, associations, right? right. So it's like, they, they also stigma in society that domestic worker are just a servant. So they they just uh, working in here as a servant. So no need to go for work. But uh, as a domestic worker, we have a, uh, contribution like Kak uh, Nasrika said uh, we have contribution so we also have a right so we hope we hope employer they giving giving the off day to the to the domestic worker um, so um, a lot of that Umi um, you, you mentioned something that you know how people a lot of domestic workers when you even when you approach them and you explain the situation um, they are they are understandably they are scared to join what do you tell them to give them courage? First, maybe uh, like Karnasrika said, first we told them just for eating <laughs> and then uh, little by little we talk to them uh, that uh, we have uh, we have uh, activity. Uh, it's a uh, in in our organization. It's not like uh, we fight to what is that melawan majikan tak no right. not like that we we in organization <laughs> we we learn something in there so like uh, we 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 learn like a skill like that so um, maybe at first like that uh, to ask to them to join with us and then and then uh, they they interested and then become a member same in the Philippines, uh, there is no uh, law that protects migrant domestic workers because we are excluded in the in the Employment Act. Only only change the name from um, from domestic servant to domestic uh, worker, but we are not in we are excluded in all protections. So this is a very big challenge, and and the gap of the legal protections for our legal rights. So this this is a very big challenge. That uh, we are, uh, we need to fight for them. We need to, we need to, we have, we need the unity to to speak up and then to fight for it, so that we we have our protection, we have our rights. You know, I would like to get your each of your thoughts on something that Umi just brought up, and she's right to really right to mention how there is this mindset among certain Malaysians. Um, maybe middle class, upper middle class people, richer people, um, that, you know, 
not everybody, but there is a mindset among certain subsections that domestic workers are servants. And, and this is usually brought up when, you know, we're talking about increasing domestic workers' wages or, you know, how we should allow them to use their phones. Um, you know, just like the rest of us have our phones when we go to work. So why, why not domestic workers as well? Because a lot of employers take the phones of the domestic workers. It's either employers take it or the agency, they take it. Um, or even the day off, like you said, although it's, um, you know, it's part of law, a lot of um, your friends, um, people in your community, they don't get their one day off. And the people, when we bring up this uh, argument, people always say, ah, but if, they, if we give them the phone, they will run away. You know, if we, if we give them one day off, uh, you know, they will run away. These are servants. We, we need them here. If we give them this and we give them that, they will run away. How would you all respond to this argument? About the mindset, it's very difficult to change there. Yeah? But we can try our best to, to inform them that we are domestic workers. is the same as all people. We, even the other workers on Sunday, they want to rest. We also, we are human beings. We need rest. Uh, and also about the study that uh, with they give the right for the domestic worker, they become runaway. I think we need to study more, actually. But because in our experience that the workers who join our activity, they are work more than 10 years. All the right they already have given by the employer but they do not run away. So there's only uh, about, I'm not sure what is going on, but they, are, they have that kind of uh, perspective. If they have phone, they will run away. If they give the passport, they will run away. It's terrible. And we can see our, uh, our members that they have everything. I mean, employer uh, trust them. They give the passport, they give the handphone. We must be to inform uh, the public also that that is not the root cause. Absolutely. More the people, they hold the workers. They, they don't give the right. They don't care for the holiday. They don't give the handphone. If they want to run away, they will run away, definitely. Absolutely, because domestic workers aren't servants. They aren't low-skilled jobs that we should take for granted. Uh, domestic workers do highly important, meaningful jobs in helping our families take care of the kids, the elderly, they clean, they cook, they keep our house organised, they manage things at home while people, you know, go to work and, and so on and so forth. So they deserve dignified wages and benefits. How do your organisations um, help to overcome these challenges? What are the activities that y'all do um, to empower your community and to push for change so that perhaps future generations of domestic workers don't have to go through the same challenges that y'all went through or your friends went through? We have some kind of activities like we have to conduct some uh, trainings to build their capacity. The example is like public speaking. Hmm. Public speaking is not kind of we have become a broadcaster or something uh, MC, <laughs> but it's like to increase their um, confidence level. Right. Mostly the workers like because they are in stay in the employer house, they feel that they are uh, don't have enough confidence to speak to bargain with the employer. Through our activity, we are to uh, gaining the uh, what is that so that. 
become more confidence to speak to the employer. Example, uh, like Sister Lisa, Lisa said, they must be talked to employer. So with this skill, they will improve the skill to uh, bargain with the employer. And also uh, through the that kind of skill, the communication skill improve, they can speak on their own behalf. I mean, um, they can speak to like now, we have domestic worker, they can speak who they are, what the issues they are facing, right? So that the public know from themselves, not from other uh, parties. And also we can speak to our uh, uh, policy maker as well. So, so we have a kind of activity to lobby some uh, parliament members, media, and also we also have a dialogue with a Ministry of Human Research. We also have good relationship with the SOCSO. Hmm. Yeah, because uh, we, as we know that on 2021, uh, domestic workers already include in the SOCSO policies. So we have that kind of uh, activities. So I think it's very important for the workers themselves to present. I think it's important, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Anna, what, what kind of um, activities do you all have to address um, these challenges? Is there anything you'd like to add? Uh, yes, same as Sis Nasrika, we have mm -hmm. trainings. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we, we collab in training, uh, sometimes only only Philippines, only uh, only them, only Pertemic. Right. So we have, yes, public. I am the one that is that in public because before I'm so shy. I said, <laughs> I said to, I said to our coordinator, no, I don't want because I'm shy. I'm not used to it because I'm not like that. I'm, I'm very shy type. So, so uh, our coordinator, uh, which is the same name as me, only the only the surname is different. So, she encouraged me because I said, I, I'm really shy. I, I'm not used to 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 face to public people. You see to to the public so uh, uh, so she, she she encouraged me to attend the leadership training uh training on training of trainers something like that leadership training now public speaking i'm the one of that so she city me and then in public speaking i learned a lot because i have to speak in front of there and then uh it built my self-confidence because uh through that i learned and then i when I try there, I'm very scared. I don't know. I, I feel so nervous. I feel I feel pee. I, I feel something like that. I feel. But once I'm there, I said, "Oh, is is okay? Is it is okay to speak in front of the people?" So from that from that public speaking uh, training, I learned a lot already, and then I slowly slowly uh, learn to face uh, the public. Yeah, especially uh, last December, that December 2022, we have a conference that all Filipino workers from different countries. So I'm the one represent there in the Philippines because I, I'm I'm going home. That's so, fantastic. So I'm alone there representing from Ampo, Malaysia. So I have no choice to speak in front of two different countries there, Filipinos, but different countries. And there is from German, from other countries also, because they're searching also and all. So I have to speak because I have no other choice. So even if I'm very scared, I have the courage also that I can do it because I have the public speaking training. I can do it. And then I am proud to represent Ampo Malaysia to them. To them. So I spoke up in front of many people there and then, it, at first, I feel so nervous, but in the middle of the unknown, I'm okay. They are very proud of me. 
<laughs> so I did it. So thanks that uh, uh, we have training, sir. So it, it can build up our self-confidence. It can build up ourselves also. So not too shy, not so shy. How can people listening to this um, to this show support your organizations? Yeah, of course. Uh, we hope uh, Malaysia employer or public uh, more respect to the domestic worker. Uh, we hope that all employer Malaysian employer uh, treat their domestic worker nicely, give them. Uh, uh, they write like uh, off day so they can go out to socialize with uh, fellow domestic worker and join the uh, community to have uh, some skill. So if for me, uh, if a domestic worker happy, it's uh, also a benefit for for employer also because when when their domestic worker happy, they they also feel uh what is that uh they they can improve their working quality right. like uh if they are joined uh, like uh, uh baking class or cooking class so they can improve their cooking <laughs> so it's a benefit also right yeah. for for employer so when when the domestic worker happy they can uh, renew their contract as well so that's uh, we hope uh, to Malaysian employer. Yeah, I think what we want to get from public is like to acknowledge us as a human being. Right. Domestic workers is the same with another human being outside. When also we want that um, domestic worker acknowledge as a workers. They deserve right. They have deserved for the day off. They have deserved for communication access. They also deserve for um, like to join the community as well as uh, Umi mentioned. And also that um, public should have changed the mindset yeah, that we are not servant. We are uh, live in 21st century. There is no uh, servant or slavery modern. Absolutely. And also I think Pertimik and Ampo need a voluntary because we are yeah, we know our community is lack of capacity. Like we have uh, to increase our capacity, but we lack of knowledge. Like me, like me, yeah, I, I need a lot of uh, support also to increase my uh, capability. Like uh, we need for trainer, I think, yeah, trainer that who want to be our trainer in some of activity maybe you can contact us or maybe you can contact pfm uh, first and connect with us yeah absolutely absolutely i'll also be including all their um, you know their organizations details and all in the podcast description if anybody would like to check that out and and reach out to them um just before we wrap this conversation up ladies would each of y'all have a final message for us anna thank you so much for inviting me here because uh, through this also, uh, I build up my self-confidence again to talk to <laughs> to talk like this. Because I'm very different before and now, so I've improved a lot to myself. So I'm very happy for that. So thank you so much. And thank you, Sis Nasrika and Sis Ulni for, for, for here also today. And for you, <laughs> thank you, sir. So thank you so much. And uh, hopefully, we are hoping for the best that uh, we can achieve what we want for our uh, domestic workers' rights. 
Thank you so much. Uh, Nashika? I think this month is very important for us as we know that on the 16th June is a domestic, International Domestic Workers Day. I think we should celebrate that domestic workers must be uh, knowledge as workers and must be treated as a worker as another worker outside there. We deserve for the right. We deserve uh, as a human being as well. Absolutely. Umi? Uh, yeah, same like Kak Nasrika in conjunction to celebrate Domestic Worker Day on uh, 16 June uh, where the world already recognized us as a, a, a domestic worker in convention ILO 189 about decent work. So we have we, we hope all domestic workers have their right and have, uh, uh, what is that, uh, get uh, decent work. On that note, Anna, Umi and Ashrika, thank you so much for joining thank me you. today. Thank you. I was speaking to Anna, the Vice Chairperson of AMPO, Nasrika, Founder and Coordinator of Pertimik and Umi, Media Coordinator at Pertimik. If you missed any part of our conversation, you can also check us out on podcasts. We're available on the BFM app, bfm.my, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Darshan Johan, and this has been Good Things, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.